Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are on uh, End Times Friday, and this will be air- airing uh, first week of October, actually. Uh, first Friday of October, so uh, moving into fall time. and uh, Yeah, we lot, love that around here. <laughs> lot, lots of stuff uh, going on around the world. We've been, um, uh, the last two times, because we had uh, Diane Gomez uh, as a guest, uh, I think on the uh, 21st and the 28th, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Thursdays of uh, September, um, she was talking about uh, Israel and you know what's going on uh, in terms of her call to be intercessory prayer and connected with Israel. Um, and uh, we've shared um, a lot about what's going on in Israel um, mm-hmm. in terms of uh, uh, you know governmental things and and potential peace treaty with Saudi Arabia and. Uh, you know, Iran that keeps trying to develop a nuclear weapon against them and, and Israel's working hard <laughs> not to let them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the one interesting thing about that discussion with Saudi Arabia is that one of their requests in this discussion, and they're, they're, they're in a negotiation, which is, it's not, everything isn't clearly known because they're doing it, trying to do it behind the scenes, but enough is known of things that they're doing. Like, for example, um, the extreme Palestinians are softening some of their demands. They still have mm-hmm. demands. Um, and by the way, one of the threats to Netanyahu's government is because, and we talked, remember, we talked about the coalition. Um, mm-hmm. Well, part of his coalition are what you would call uh, staunch um, anti-Palestinian groups. Right. Right. And and their position because they're they're kind of they're also very uh, staunch in what they believe and what they think and have agreed with Netanyahu what they're willing to do. They don't want any concessions to be given to the mm-hmm. Palestinians at all. Right. Uh, well, if they negotiate a Saudi uh, peace treaty and give concessions, <laughs> the the complication is that that block can say, well, then you didn't honor what you told us. Remember what happened to the previous mm-hmm. governor, government? Right. And they said, we're out. They can say we're out. And then you lose and then that majority he, rule again. He would lose wow. uh, the ability to govern, and he'd have to have a new election. Um, mm. And so it's, it's, it's really complicated, and it's super tricky, all these different uh, pieces you know, being put together, um, and we, we, we're going to have to really watch this because what happens here is big time stuff. Um, okay. and by the way, like you, and you mentioned this last time behind all that, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia is working with Russia and China 
right. um, who, who ultimately, we know ultimately link up with them. Uh, well, one of the requests of Saudi Arabia is um, um, we, we got to make sure the Shiites don't develop nuclear weapons, but hey, let us develop nuclear weapons so that we could come against them if we needed to. Um, but if they have nuclear weapon, they're right next door to Israel. <laughs> so, right, which so, is interesting uh, and concerning, right? <laughs> so it'll be, it'll be, will they, will they allow that piece of it? Uh, now mm -hmm. we, we, again, and, and look at, look at it biblically. Um, we know that we know that we know, regardless of all of that, including the, 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 the Shiite capability, what might develop with the Saudi Arabia and the Sunnis, whatever technology is given to Israel by God mm -hmm. and develop uh, in, inside of that through, through God's work, they aren't wiped off the map by a nuclear weapon. Right. We know that for sure. Um, because it's, it's, because it's, they it's, are it, in the end here. <laughs> they, they have to have a battle of Armageddon, and it's, mm -hmm. it's true. And so we can trust the truth of Scripture about that. And so, okay, well, that's mm -hmm. not going to happen. Um, so I wonder, you know, and as we, as we play it out, well, as we watch this, if they give that capability to Saudi Arabia, we know that Iran is developing that capability, trying to develop that capability. Right. Um, well, how does that all play out and where does that move? And, mm -hmm. and again, what we know is that, um, and we've seen it, that the, uh, the Sunni nations, which are most of the nations around Israel right now, um, develop a peace treaty with Israel. Mm -hmm. um, and they have been. And they are, you know, there's right. actually, there's actually formal treaties with several of these nations. Uh, Saudi Arabia does not have a formal treaty. They have an informal support of Israel mm -hmm. and they're working behind the scenes to see if they can put together a formal treaty. Uh, but there's, right. there's compromise in that. And it's, and it's tricky because if, if Netanyahu agrees to this one thing, well, then he might lose his government. Lose part of his, right. So, you know, how does he play that out or how mm -hmm. does that, how is that resolved? You know, so it, it's happening uh, in the process. Uh, That's interesting. Uh, so we, we understand that. And then we, we read, you know, in scripture um, in uh, the, over the last several weeks uh, that in Romans, Paul says, all of Israel is going to be saved. Mm -hmm. Um in Revelation uh, 16, it says that Israel is going to be sealed by the, mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit and all the tribes of Israel, which means basically, and interesting enough, this is, this is to me, this is remarkable to me, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, remember, it was destroyed as a nation in, two, in, in 70 AD. Right. You know, 2,000 years, almost 2,000 years ago. Uh, they were reformed as a nation in 47 and then won the six day war and got the, all the biblical land back in 67, 1967. Um, if you go to Israel today mm -hmm. and meet, just meet, just go down the street in Jerusalem and meet a true Jew, mm -hmm. you ask him or her, what tribe are you? Right. They know. They know. Um, and the tribes, mm -hmm. uh, now remember, Israel kept pure mm -hmm. 
all for all 2000 years, even while they were scattered throughout the world. Mm. Um, they still were pure Jews, married pure Jews, and um, and they would know their history of what, what tribe they're, they're, they're from, right. which is remarkable to me, uh, is that they would, they would know it. I mean, you, you know, you and I have, you know, I know that my ancestor is, you know, German and English and, you know, I've got some history, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I have no clue at the moment, you know, where, where my ancestors, you know, what, what, part of Germany where they from and you know all, all this stuff and I can't get to the detail of it but Jews they do and they always right. ha they always have so that's it's a remarkable thing that that what is said in in uh, Revelation 16 is actually not a just a symbol mm -hmm. it's really the people of, of Israel who know the tribes they're in are part of coming to know Christ and are sealed with the Holy Spirit that's um, fascinating, right? Um, and then they understand the Messiah is Christ, and they then become the beacons of light for Christ. Um, and then at the end, when we read that in 19, uh, Christ destroys, uh, you know, the, the uh, Antichrist uh, and uh, brings back, you know, governance. Uh, so if you go, uh, we, read, we read 19, now, now go to 20. Um, and um, uh, just read verses one through six. This is chapter 20. Sure. Now this is, um, we read, they gather at the Battle of Armageddon, mm -hmm. which is in Israel, uh, to destroy Israel. And they've decided, because think about, uh, again, what we've talked about is they have this amazing technology. I'm talking mm -hmm. about, about the, uh, you know, the Muslims around them that, on the surface should be able to wipe out Israel. Right. But because of God's protection and the ability to counteract it, mm -hmm. they, they don't. Right. So they decide, well, um, we're thinking about this backward. We're trying to do it with technology and actually their technology trumps our technology. Right. So, but what do we have that they don't? We got people. Masses we got way people, more people right. than them. You know, they got eight, nine million people. We got, we can get, we can gather 200 million people, which come from Russia and China um, and Europe and uh, let's march against them. And they gather in the Valley of, of Megiddo, Armageddon and say, mm -hmm. you know what? We're not even going to use this high, uh, this high technology. We're going to use old fashioned warfare Fear numbers. Yeah. And we're just going to, cause they have the, you know, they have what's called the invisible dome they can mm -hmm. counteract with all this technology but it doesn't prevent them from marching across to to annihilate right. annihilate i mean they said let's just do it by sheer numbers um so they gather christ in, in chapter 19 uh returns and the armies of heaven returns with them and his wrath and this is you know this is a whole understanding of think about and he's described as the word of god as you know, the uh, righteous one he's going to execute God's wrath judgment mm -hmm. against those that are coming against him. So that we got to remember the holiness of God includes wrath. Um, mm -hmm. and not to diminish that, 
Yeah, we don't like to talk about that sometimes, right? <laughs> uh, we don't. Um, and uh, we need to understand that holiness is is love. Holiness is righteousness, but holiness is also justice. Mm-hmm. And wrath will be carried out against those that are trying to oppose you know, the work of God. So he destroys them all mm-hmm. and wins the battle of Armageddon and the Antichrist and the false prophet are destroyed. They're gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody that's, that was fighting is gone uh, and destroyed. And then uh, chapter 20. Uh, so read chapter 21 to 6. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. He laid hold of the dragon, that serpent of old, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal on him so that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years were finished. But after these things, he must be released for a little while. And I saw thrones and they sat on them and judgment was committed to them. Then I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and for the word of God, who had not worshiped the beast or his image and had not received his mark on their foreheads or on their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. But the rest of the dead did not live again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who has part in the first resurrection. Over such, the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Okay. So um, uh, remember, um, he's just won the battle of Armageddon in Israel. Uh, Christ sets up his uh, what's called millennial reign, a thousand year reign mm-hmm. on physical earth. And it it centers and starts with Israel mm-hmm. um, and the people of Israel uh, to repopulate you know, the earth and to now live a thousand years without Satan mm-hmm. inf- influence. Um but with human beings uh, basically uh, coming out of the Jewish nation uh, to reign with Christ now physically for a thousand years. Um, All right, now, um, remember he hasn't yet, and he will at the end of the thousand years, create a new heaven and a new earth. It says he destroys this earth. Okay. And he creates a new heaven and a new earth, and then everybody that throughout history that that have been now believers in Christ all live together on the new heaven and a new earth. But this thousand years is still with, mm-hmm. with, with human beings, you know, okay. centered from Israel. Okay, now, um, think about a human being today, even, even at that point, and they're going to, they're going to, uh, you know, marry and have children. Mm-hmm. Um, those children remember what kind of a nature do those children have would still have a sin nature they still have a sin nature because the they're the offspring of adam and eve Mm -hmm. born with a sin nature um and and sin nature is self-centeredness that um in the flesh i i want to go my own way now um two things are happening that's big time one Mm -hmm. Satan's bound up. And so he and his demonic no longer have influence on the earth 
the earth is still schemes the distractions the temptations yeah all of the all of the trying to set up uh you know uh, rulership and and government things and cultural things uh economic things Mm -hmm. um he's not there orchestrating that uh so we're not he's no longer fighting against uh, principalities and powers because they're 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 locked up Uh, but um and the second thing is, is that Christ himself is physically visible on earth. Mm-hmm. So it's not even, you know, you, you would think right now, if you and I, you know, and our offspring comes to know Christ just by faith and belief in an invisible God mm-hmm. and, and the truth of that, you know, through scripture, et cetera. In this case, we'll have the word of God, but Christ himself, along with uh, a host of those from heaven will be ruling mm-hmm. uh, there on earth. So physically easy to do it. So as a as an offspring with a sin nature, it'll be explained that uh, in order to have eternal life and and live mm-hmm. live the beautiful life that God has for you, you have to choose to uh, repent, follow follow Christ, and live with Christ. But because Satan isn't there and because Christ is there, it's going to be way easier mm-hmm. uh, to do that. And that happens for a thousand years uh, that most people uh, believe in Jesus and they live the life of Jesus. So they get to experience, in a sense, even more than what we can do today, the full covenant life. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing because um, the adversity, there'll still be adversity. Uh, because they're in a world that's still, you know, in entropy. Uh, things will still happen. They're still self-centered people. But uh, the ability to deliver the covenant will be a lot easier because some of the forces, mm-hmm. some of the forces that are against it will not be there. Right. Uh, okay, well, uh, the whole thing uh, centers in Israel. <laughs> So, mm. uh, once again, <laughs> once again, um, and, and the key is that, um, when Christ returns, they already have become believers and then can mm-hmm. easily transition into the millennium mm-hmm. as believers with Christ now ruling to help them understand, you know, covenant life and how to, uh, treat each other and how to have great fellowship together and how to have church life together. Um, it'll be, it'll be fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. It all happens with Israel. Okay. So uh, if we, if we look at kind of what we've said is true, mm-hmm. what Christ said, the generation that sees Israel return, will see the end. Right. Um uh, so again, uh, because of what Netanyahu said in 2012, that we are now a nation because over half the Jews are living in Israel. I, I personally believe that that started the clock. Right. Uh, that we're within a 40 year window of probably being, being seen uh, part of the end. Now, uh, because Christ said, uh, nobody can predict it. He said, Did, do watch the signs Mm-hmm. And do and do understand what I've said. Um, so it's okay that you think that way. Just be careful that you did that. I don't say, well, I think it's going to happen at a certain date. Right. Uh, he said because nobody knows, including him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to happen. 
in, right. in science. Right. Okay, so Israel's going to return as a nation. They have. Um, uh, Israel, all of Israel's going to be saved. Hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. um, the tribes of Israel are going to be sealed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, the Battle of Armageddon is going to happen in Israel, and then the millennium is going to happen mm -hmm. starting in Israel. Uh, right. So this, the center of attention of what really happens is really about Israel. Mm -hmm. um, and the necessity for them to become believers during the, get ready for that, and then happen so that they can then carry uh, the, the life of Christianity into, into millennium. Okay, so uh, God says, now we uh, today are to be intercessors and to understand and to, and to do it. So go back to uh, Isaiah uh, 62 and read verses six and seven, which is what Diane had raised up um, as uh, where she got her call and what does it say? Right. It says, I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem, they shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord, do not keep silent and give him no rest till he establishes until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Yeah. Um, so that, well, um, all right, think about this. We know when exactly that happens. Mm -hmm. Jerusalem is made a praise on the earth when? At the, at the end of the Battle of Armageddon. Right. And then they step into the millennium. So we know that ha that happens. Right. He says, so between now and then, don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Right. Um, and I love, so I've heard before, um, and I like this illustration. For me, it's a good visual of being an intercessor, talking about intercessory prayer, being like laying, they call it laying tracks. But like, if you picture a train, a train cannot go, a train has a destination, but it cannot go where tracks have not been laid. Right. Right. And that intercessory prayer is like laying tracks ahead of the work that God desires to do. Right. And so we're cooperating with his plan, his destination by laying those tracks of prayer, just like they did hundreds of years ago um, with the, the movement you said, you know, you talked about in the UK and laying prayer, tra prayer tracks ahead of what God was going to do in Israel there. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. And I like that. I, I like that analogy is that um, we want the train to go to go to a certain place. But <laughs> unless you lay the tracks down, mm -hmm. it ain't going to happen. You, you can, right, you can right. wish it all you want to. Uh, but unless the tracks are actually laid down, right. it, it isn't going to happen. He invites us to be a part of that. That yeah. gets to be an invitation, a role for us yeah. is to pray ahead of that. Yeah. And, and think about the intercessors in 1850. Uh, they were called to lay tracks. And mm -hmm. it, it wasn't to sit there and say, I hope it all works. Mm -hmm. Rather, it was, uh, we understand our call. Mm -hmm. We're gonna get into the word and understand it further. What tracks do you want us to lay down? Both, mm -hmm. both with prayer, right. but also with activity. Right, which and, well, really comes back to pray, abiding, praying, listening, and responding. Right. 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 It's uh, all of the above. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, it's both. So as we lay tracks um, and we know that Israel is the, the, the center of attention and we know that that in order for uh, them to be able to move into the tribulation and wind up 
uh, where they are beacons of, of sealed Holy Spirit life, um, our intercessory prayer would be, first of all, to uh, protect Israel mm -hmm. physically, mm -hmm. um, give them skill, give them knowledge, give them uh, technology that allows them to remain knowing that everyone's ultimately going to come against them and try to try to eliminate them. Uh, so we pray for their safety, pray for the technology. Uh, we should be praying for the stability of the government mm -hmm. the, and to be able to uh, function well without division. Right. Um, and we, we've talked about, actually, we're in a supernatural study. We've talked about a house divided will fall. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we need to pray for unification of, of understanding and that everybody in Israel who ultimately then becomes believers, um, start to see things the same way and operate, mm -hmm. operate with unity and stability and economic you know, strength. So we pray for that. Uh, we would pray for the work of seed planting mm -hmm. in, in Israel uh, of the word of God to be able to soften the hearts of the Jews who typically are anti-Messiah, but are softening already but that they get softer and softer and softer so that um, they ultimately, and, and I believe it'll be a fire, literally a fire that catches, there'll be a revival in a sense, mm -hmm. uh, that it starts and then it just spreads and the eyes are opened. Mm -hmm. um, and so we pray for that and we pray for the tracks of, of, of seed planting and the word of God and people's hearts and for the, uh, the people who are they're sharing Christ, do it in a very healthy, positive mm -hmm. way, not a heavy handed, uh, oppressive right. way. Um, and that they, they lay those tracks. Um, and then, um, uh, that, uh, as we pray about that and we, we see these things happen, then we would ask, uh, for us as well as maybe some of our church groups or whatever, um, is there anything you want us to do to either connect up with Israel, ministries in Israel, and or to support them financially uh, so that the work can continue on and on and on? Because right. our, our role really is in the role of mission. And, mm. mi and mission is both financial support uh, as well as are there things that we can do to connect up with them, maybe to send people over there, uh, to learn mm -hmm. about it, to share faith. Um, I believe that more and more bodies uh, of, of believers will be used to help sow seed and help show the truth of Christ. And, and so mm -hmm. laying of that track is more than just prayer. It might be in, in interaction with it. Uh, oh, that's beautiful. Uh, so um, as we think of Israel is, uh, understand the dynamic of it. Mm -hmm. it it's true it's a center of attention they are going to become believers so uh, father help us to understand all that and may we we care about it and consider um, our position on that and then two how do we interact with that and i, I believe mm -hmm. that more and more and more believers are going to interact with it and that God is bringing that about because of the shift that's happening right now, you know, in Israel and the significance of it all. And, and so 
um, uh, you know, I, let me just, you know, kind of summarize that in prayer. Father, we, we know our call. We're watchmen. Uh, we're not to actually rest mm -hmm. until you bring uh, complete uh, peace to Jerusalem. And that only happens at the Battle of Armageddon. And so we just pray that uh, we'll join you uh, in that role, uh, that we'll have a heart to receive it, to interact with it, to connect with it, uh, just to be open as you call us into that place and, and uh, the role that we have as we approach the end, knowing that Israel is the center of attention and that they become beacons of light because they become believers. And so we just pray that you would reveal uh, to us uh, what you want us to understand and how we might facilitate uh, laying of those tracks. And we thank you and praise you in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for sharing all that wisdom. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions about this, send them into questions at afjministry.com and we'd be happy to talk about it. Look forward to seeing you next time. Yep, we'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.